1: ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents in a world of football podcasts that sounds like this.
3: Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio.
1: And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back, wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun! Bogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Bugman.
4: Then he came in and he just went ham. Oh, God. Yummy and panties. Like, those are words like men should not say. And the Welsh. Well, Which, is- Did you just bro another player? You say Brodals instead of bordles? I totally called them bro. Are you
0: broing all of these guys?
1: Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn.
2: Not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system.
3: Yes, it is breaking news before the episode even starts. Because why? Well, because uh, a couple hours ago, everything was okay. Life was okay. We recorded a whole episode where we... How many times did we mention Deshaun Watson's name in this episode? I don't know what's gonna cut.
4: Okay, so I didn't cut anything. So you're going to hear Deshaun Watson's name, but know that, you know, obviously
3: we're not... Uh, using him anymore. Should we put so, a little not in front of like when you're going to say, "Hey, he's my top quarterback this week"? We'll go. He's my so, not top quarterback. <laughs> he was my top
4: quarterback, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins was my top wide receiver. Mm. And you would have picked both those guys if I hadn't, mm, but them. I didn't. So I look a little bit better. So, and then we also had Deshaun Watson in the chicken because we have him every week in the chicken. Mm. So mm. Uh, that part will get. I mean cut that break. you know I mean I could be a huge jerk and say let's leave that in since the Welsh the, 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 Welsh, the, the Welsh picked
3: it but uh um, nah, that'll go, that'll nah, go we'll by the wayside it.
4: we'll, we'll cut it's that fine.
3: guy just to know that we talked about Deshaun Watson more than we probably talked about him in a single episode right here what happens he suffers a non-contact injury which was feared and then confirmed torn ACL
2: oh god. no
1: god no! God, please, no! 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 No!
3: Out for the season. Deshaun Watson is done. Less than 24 hours after the Houston Astros win the World Series. It's
4: the way to world!
3: Your quarterback
4: must be sacrificed. Did you see somebody?
3: Somebody? Uh, there's a tweet out there, people are sharing it, that this person was like, okay, what sacrifice do we need to make? And someone goes, will you trade Deshaun for a Game 7? And the guy replies, absolutely and that is what happened. Hmm. Still worth it. If you're a, like if you're an uh, Houston area sports fan, worth it. And it's rough though. Houston, they look so good. Uh, I mean, we've talked about just how good Deshaun Watson has been and here's a huge negative. This is, is Jacksonville going to win
4: that division now?
3: Oh god, really?
4: It's Houston tenant like it's Tennessee or Jacksonville, right? Jacksonville. I don't think Yeah. At, or is Houston still going to win it with Tom Savage?
3: No,
2: no, no,
3: (laughs) no. Ooh, here's an interesting thing. Remember all the pre-trade deadline stuff where people talked about the Jaguars acquiring all the quarterbacks and they didn't? Do you think had this happened four days ago, the Jaguars have maybe have made a move? 100%. Mm. 110%.
4: They definitely would have done something, but, uh, you know, trade deadline, this is... um, you know, at least if you're the, the if you're you're the Texans, you have
3: an excuse, unlike the Browns. This is brutal. Um, this puts Tom Savage as the starting quarterback. They signed Matt what was his name? Matt McGloin. McGloin, Yeah. McGloin, because he played quarterback for Bill O'Brien at Penn State. That's the uh, reason he was the sign. It immediately downgrades everybody. By and by everybody that's like Lamar Miller and DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, and Will Fuller. Will Fuller, dude. I think Will Fuller is cooked for the rest of the season. Yeah. Tom, can Tom yeah, Savage probably. throw 25 yards? <laughs> you ever seen it? Never seen the, he it. He did something.
4: Uh, he said something the, the other day. Well, It was, uh, okay, so remember when Deshaun Watson did that, like, Little tricky spin move and picked up like 20 yards running downfield against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, I would try that and then fall down immediately. Yeah. And it's just somebody was like, well, we're really glad that Tom Savage has a bunch of confidence in himself here.
3: It's not good. It's pretty ridiculous. It's not good. I um I think Will Fuller takes a big hit here. I mean Deshaun Deshaun Watson's ability to scramble and then throw the ball 60 yards in the air was a huge plus. For Will Fuller, and he doesn't have that now. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, I don't want to be overdramatic about it, but, I mean, he's like a low-end wide receiver one now at this point. If that, with Tom Savage. Remember that, how bad
4: he was last year?
3: I, I think it's it's brutal. You, you can stack the box on uh, Lamar Miller and Foreman, and then they're going to, what, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, are going to have to get major separation from both those guys, and can Tom Savage do it? Major questions for me on it. So I'm going to downgrade those guys. Dad yeah, it sucks. It's the worst. It sucks. It's the God worst is what it is. All right. Well, we wanted to just get at you guys and let you know it downgrades some of those Texans players for sure. Watson is out. We had already recorded the episode before the news came down. So this is your breaking news the episode hasn't even really started and you're getting at this. So we now take you to a time before Deshaun Watson was hurt when we were happy we t- we, we're going to talk about Josh Gordon. We have fun. Lots of voicemails. All great stuff. And then Deshaun Watson gets hurt. So any Deshaun Watson talk you here here was uh, when we were happy. And life was Back good. in the land before
4: uh, he tore his AC up.
1: Coming to your ears. Now. What's up? It's episode
3: 124 of the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Scott Bogman in the house. I am as well, Chris Welsh. You can find us both on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh, at BogmanSports, at InThisLeague.com on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You can hear us every damn place. And we are glad to be back for week nine. No guest, just Bogman, myself, some two-minute drills, tons of voicemails, maybe some chicken, and the greatest companion we could have at our side, my friend. Are you ready to celebrate the celebration of all celebrations because he has returned? Mm.
2: Josh
0: Gordon has come come along.
3: Mm. My lonely wide receiver spot three is over. Mm.
0: but only in week 14
3: he's back he's back cuz that the, that's what we do he go oh, it's, it's official man. he's back Josh Gordon will be returning we did this on that we got the news the day like hours before we went on the radio on the fantasy sports radio network <laughs> and to say i was I excited love, was I, understatement i love the thing you put on twitter it was just too good
4: you were like you are like yes 2 hours of Josh Gordon talk at Bogman Sports, can't stop me. yeah. And I just I just posted the Bernie Sanders. The, <laughs> yeah, no, you did the no, like, no no no, 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 no. And
3: then no, I no. had the Obama where it was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Back happening. Drop. And, <laughs> I mean, we didn't do two hours, but we literally did like 40 minutes, it felt like. We really went down the gambit so of talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a so, lot of Josh Gordon. Yeah. But uh, Josh Gordon has been reinstated by the NFL. He can go to team meetings. He can do practices as of November 20th. He can return as of December tw- uh, November 27th which sets him up for week 13, the week before most of your fantasy playoffs, which I think is kind of a good thing as long as he does come back week 13, if it's the week before so you can get an idea of you know what he really is. We're now past the point of probably picking him up. you got to assume every league on the planet, like what is his ownership now? Like, can you? I'm gonna look. Uh, I, up.
4: I can look it up, but it's got to be pretty low. Let me let me ask you this while I'm looking it up. Okay. What is the percentage chance you think that he plays zero snaps? He plays not at all.
3: Um. Well, I mean, I think that's by the way, 34% on Yahoo right now. That's a okay. Yahoo percentage. Unfortunately, I would say the percent is still high even though he's been reinstated. Like 30%. That's a, the exact number that was in my head. The t- exact, exact number. But it looks like the team has embraced him. Um, we did get an official best shape of his life, and it's not even the preseason. So that was fun. But he he is. Well, like,
4: before he plays, so it's his preseason.
3: Yeah, you know, dude's had three years to you know lift weights and do whatever the hell he's doing, not sit on the couch with Funyuns. But I would <laughs> say it's at 30%. But at this point, I would argue... That the Browns kind of need a win. They kind of need a win because they're kind of on the butt end of everything. I mean, the Browns have always been the butt end of every joke, but the AJ McCarron stuff, that kind of put it over. I mean, saying that the Browns need a win
4: is (laughs) the most (laughs) understated thing you have ever said in your entire life. They have no wins this year
3: at every single facet. They don't have a, a team win. They don't have any personnel wins. They look like the laughing stock because nobody can, no one fully knows what happened with the AJ McCarron trade. Do you know what my fate, well, yeah, and we're going to get into that
4: in a second, but do you know what my favorite uh, uh, Brown stat is ever? It's the fact that they went away, right, for a couple years. They were gone for a while, and they've still won a playoff game since the Bengals (laughs) have.
3: Of course, of course you love that. Your hate for the Bengals, <laughs> of course. So that I makes, haven't that won makes a sense. game
4: since 1980. Well, I haven't won a playoff game since 1980. That's ridiculous.
3: We are going to cover in the voicemail segment, we do, I believe, have some Josh Gordon coverage. So we can kind of talk um, value. I don't think we're moving away from it. But, I mean, where's my kudos? little kudos here? For, for what? For being right. I was right. About what? Josh Gordon. You're
4: not right about anything yet. The dude has to play.
3: I'm right. This is right. This you, is the side re- of right.
4: Bro, you, you would have been right if he would have come back like week five. Yeah, Eh. Me, I'm this still... is week 13, <laughs> and you can play him week 14. Yeah. Can be back before. I mean, you can play him week 13 if you wanted to if the Browns
3: let him play. Kind of right.
4: He's We're got to right. be on the field in a jersey with a helmet and all that stuff before you can be right.
3: Bogman, I've had some bad picks the last couple weeks. Can I get a win? I'm like the Browns here. I need a win. ha, <laughs> ha.
4: The Browns of Fantasy Podcast. My last two weeks. Congratulations (laughs) to Welsh. What an amazing call you made before the season. (laughs) That Josh Gordon would come back, be reinstated week thirteen.
3: Thank you. Called it the whole time. I will tell you, wow, there is something that is um that is special (laughs) when everybody thinks of you with players. Like Steelers, people think of you, Niners think of me. But over the last three years, any news of Josh Gordon or Arian Foster, I just get flooded, and it just whether it's good or bad, it just makes me happy. It just makes me happy that when you think of Josh Gordon, you think of the Welsh. It's a great, it's a great thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good thing today.
4: But yeah, it's true. When everybody picks him up, and then he gets caught with two trash bags full of pot in his, um, you know, in his car. Redemption In story. a couple of weeks. Yeah, then, no, believe uh, me.
3: All of those thoughts have been on the negative end, so I'm happy that we have a positive one that people get to think of me about. But let's talk real quick because then we got the two minute drill about the LOL, LOL, LOL trade deadline. That was the Cleveland Browns. We still don't know. It was either the the fun. I want to pretend in my heart of hearts that it was the Browns celebrating that they made the trade and didn't put the trade through. <laughs> that one makes me feel mo like it. It warms me on the inside.
4: I. I read yesterday that uh, the NFL said they just need they don't need it to be signed by both teams and sent they just need separate ones signed by both teams. Yeah, and but the Browns just didn't do it. Like, well, they the Browns didn't, didn't send it
3: the to train. the NFL. They also did not send right. they they didn't tag the NFL, and that was what Ian Rappaport reported. But then the thing came out yesterday with the owner where he was furious with the front office because this was a split decision, and that's where there was some of this self sabotage came in where people were like, did the Browns sabotage their own trade because they were going to give up a two and a three for AJ McCarron. They had the deal in place and somebody screwed it up and why is the owner going quote unquote nuclear on the front office
4: nuclear? Uh, Well uh, because he wanted the trade and the front office
3: didn't. I think that's like that comes to But if they had the the trade set, why would he be going nuclear? Nuclear. 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 I always do that. That's one of those words.
4: I, I, I don't know. I can see Russia uh,
3: from my house. I, I don't know.
4: <laughs> but I, I I just I don't know what happened with this trade. I think front office was like Browns this happened. Is a stupid trade and uh, we, we're we not going to do it. And the owner said, you're going to do it. So the owner probably called and said, yeah, yeah, we're doing this trade. And then the front office just uh, refused to send in the paperwork. It's I think a, it's kind of it's your basic insubordination.
3: It's um it's actually becoming incredible with the Browns right now. <laughs>
4: like, like, like why do you hire these guys if you're just gonna say hey look this is the trade we're doing right why do you hire a front office why I mean why even bother paying them
3: why, yeah, don't, I agree. why don't
4: you be your own front
3: office but I like to pretend there's like um there's like a force that doesn't allow quarterbacks to come to Cleveland because like AJ McCarron like a spirit like the, yeah like there's a spirit. exactly it's the ghost of quarterbacks past. it's the ghost of Bernie Kosar Is like sitting there and he's and they're just pushing all quarterbacks. Like, you know, like things should be going normal. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. Like, eh, it's not a real thing, but maybe is it? Like, how did AJ McCarron not get here? Other news Browns are the worst team in the NFL, and I'm a Niner fan. They have the first overall pick, and the reports are Sam Darnold in USC. He's not going to declare if the Browns have the first overall pick because he doesn't want to become a Brown. That's the best news I've ever heard.
4: It's so stupid for a couple reasons. Number one, All right. Are the Browns not going to have the number one pick next year if they don't get Sam Darnold this year? (laughs) I mean, come on. Great point. All right. Uh, Number two, his draft stock is only going to drop if he doesn't come out this year. I think think
3: that's his point then because then that negates what you just said. Then the Browns have the first pick and he doesn't go there.
4: Okay, but then the Browns trade back just to get Sam Darnold. (laughs) I mean, I hope whatever happens now. I kind of hope that Sam Darnold winds up on the Browns just to piss himself off.
3: I don't know. So, I, I think uh, well, number
4: one, it'd be hilarious for me, but uh, you know, uh, number two, I, I the the Browns I, they they could use a win. I think getting Sam Darnold would be a win, but I you know I understand players not wanting to go there. But I mean, could you become more legendary than if you went to Cleveland?
3: and took the Browns to a Super Bowl. Yeah, if it were possible. I totally agree. If that were a possibility, I'm telling you, I don't think it's just scary to be a Browns quarterback because it's the Browns. I think this is like this is like going to Tombstone and walking in, you know, the, at the OK Corral where it's like, yeah, it's just a normal place, but the amount of bodies that have died there are just you can feel the haunting spirit. You can feel the ghosts of Tim Couch. You can feel <laughs> all of these guys walking through. Give me some other Browns you, quarterbacks you tell, that I can't even remember. You can feel remember. Spurgeon Wynn and Brady Quinn. <laughs> Spurgeon Wynn. Yes, exactly. The ghost of Brady Quinn haunts those halls. You can feel Brian Hoyer in I, there.
1: Phrasing. Boom. I
3: think it's a scary thing. I think it's a scary thing. I don't know if they'll ever have a new quarterback, so they better just get to Sean Kaiser right. And this is not good for Josh Gordon, so this, that's oh, why don't I'm disappointed.
4: I not Kaiser's going to get right, so uh, we'll see.
3: This is kind of scary. All right, uh, we got a lot of stuff here. You guys packed up the voicemails. We are going to do our uh, week nine kind of plays. We'll see how horrible I do this week. We got the chicken, but now we've got the slowest two-minute drill in all of the land. The two-minute drill brought to you by City Watch Co., our friends over there. Go visit them on Twitter and Instagram, at City Watch Co., and go to their website, City Watch Co. Get a brand new watch. You Will not be disappointed. I promise you. If you use a promo code ITL. You're going to get some percent off. I think 20% off one of their awesome kind of watches that you can custom out. You can customize if it's gold, silver, the bands, all that stuff. Go check them out. Support ITL. Support a great company that supports ITL. And look good while you're doing it. City Watch Co. What do we got?
4: Uh, the least surprising news in NFL history yes. Andrew Luck was placed on season ending IR officially today. Um, no surprise to anybody. They are also going to be picking very high in the draft this
3: year. They will. I think they'll take. Ooh, they take a quarterback. Hmm.
4: I've heard like I've heard trade Andrew Luck and draft a quarterback. There's no chance I'm doing that. If I'm if I'm the Colts, so I you know Andrew Luck is a really really good quarterback, highly touted, highly recruited. You know, first overall pick, all that stuff. He's had some injury stuff. How about get him some offensive linemen? Yeah, no, that's clearly... You know? yeah. Well, How but it,
3: see if they're in that spot. Are there any offensive linemen that are going to be worth taking that high? Maybe they want to have a... Maybe they want a running back. Why well, they got Marlon Mack?
4: It, it's a much better... It's a much better better class for offensive linemen this year than it was last year. So there's some guys.
3: Well, Jacoby presets the guy then moving forward. T.Y. Hilton, the team acknowledges that... Which I think is just... It's such a ridiculous statement going into week nine where they're like... Ugh, We gotta get T.Y. Hilton involved more. Oh, okay. You just realized that? Okay. Like they're going to do it now with Jacoby Brissett and no Andrew Luck. I don't know. I think it's a scary time. The problem with Hilton is he's just he's impossible to trade. Like how what kind of value are you gonna get in return for T. Y. Hilton that makes it worth it? Like you're not gonna trade you're not gonna trade T.Y. Hilton for Kelvin Benjamin, right? No. No, no way. Like what are you gonna get for TY Hilton at this point? And he's at best a wide receiver three. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't trade like an Alex Collins for him, right? To go to get him, or you tra- you mean trade Hilton for Collins? Trade Hilton for trade Collins for Hilton. Um, you wouldn't do that. If I needed a wide receiver, I, I might take that by low risk. But you have to be like
4: desperate for a wide receiver to yeah.
3: do that. I yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, if you own T.Y. Hilton, like what are you going to get for him? Could you get Alex Nothing. Collins? <laughs> Could you do no, the reverse? I-
4: I, I mean, if you could, I would do that immediately. I just don't think you can. I think Alex you could. be set being the quarterback the
3: rest of the year. I think you could get that, but my problem would be I really want to see what Alex Collins is when um, when Danny Woodhead comes back. And that's a, yeah, that's more true. of a major concern. And Danny Woodhead has returned to practice, and I think they said, is it not this week but the following week, he's going to be eligible. Is that right? Uh, I
4: believe – yeah, week 11.
3: Week okay. 11 is Okay. Okay. Oh, this uh, is week 9. So week 9 – so two – This week, next week, and then the following week, he will be playing.
4: Right, right. He'll be back. Um, Zeke officially suspended, but he's reappealing to the 7 millionth circuit court of what the f*** ever. I don't know (laughs) what it is now. I am so sick of this Zeke story. Uh, This is what we know. Right now, he's suspended. Alfred Morris is a starter. Rod Smith is listed as two, and McFadden is listed as the third running back in Dallas. Ezekiel
3: Elliott... And I'm not trying to compare there's not a conviction thing that's similar. Ezekiel Elliott is like the O.J. Simpson of trials. You know how there's just like a thousand trials. We got the we got the verdict on O.J. before we get the verdict on Ezekiel Elliott. Is what I'm saying. And then there's appeals yeah. and there's courts and there's civil suits. What the hell is going on? It's is incredible. It's incredible to watch. This is, this is this is this is the NFL. Is this the reason, by the way, I'm not uh, no hot take here. Is this the reason why the NFL is down 10% on its viewership this no. year?
4: No, uh, everything is down across the board of everything, because there's eight million options now. Yeah. You know, there's Netflix. There's a thousand channels. There's a million other things to do besides do the one thing that everybody used to love. So people that were kind of casual are falling off of everything. That's why the numbers of everything of everything are down.
3: That's true. um, They have said um, Alfred Morris is the starter. And Darren McFadden yeah. is officially, or at least according to NFL Networks, Jane Slater is the third running back. So Rod Smith is going to kind of be the change of pace Smith's back. Rod the passing the, guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's the passing guy,
4: and Alfred Morris is going to be the first and second down guy. Rod Smith is your third down guy. And McFadden is the off-the-bench guy. Now, if Alfred Morris looks terrible, I wouldn't be surprised to see Darren McFadden be the number one in the middle of this game. So, We'll see how it plays out. I think they're all worth owning for now. Uh, we'll see in the next couple of weeks. Maybe McFadden will fall off. Maybe Morris will fall off. Or maybe all three of them will get involved, and it'll ruin everybody. But uh, it sucks. Nobody wants to see Zeke be suspended at the end of the year here. This is, uh, this is bad news,
3: Bears. Yeah, it is. If, I mean, I'm still going uh, Alfred <laughs> Morris. If you can only start one of these guys, who you, I mean, I'm starting Morris.
4: Yeah, yeah, I don't want to start any of them right now. But if I had to start one, it would be Morris. Absolutely.
3: Ooh, would you trade T.Y. Hilton to get Alfred Morris? Yeah, I'd do that. Okay. Oh God, T.Y. Hilton's
4: value
1: is just bull
4: it's trash. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not good. Like he's either two catches for fifteen yards or he's seven catches for one hundred and fifty yards and a score. It's ridiculous. That's pretty amazing. though. So, and it's like three of those bad games.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, amazing NFL trade deadline, which we uh, we only. Mentioned because we lolled at the uh at the Browns, of course, but we saw some other major trades. Jay Ajayi, which was the big shocking one, traded to the Eagles. And uh, eh, you know, I still don't know what's going on. I still don't know. I mean, is he the number one? Is it blunt? Are they going to do a complete timeshare? My I'm banking the Jay Ajayi is at worst, same value uh, from Miami at worst,
4: yeah. And this is. Well, I think how it's going to go is how the Eagles have kind of set it up already. It's, um, you know, the first three quarters of JHI, and then the fourth quarter when you're trying to wear out their defense, it's LeGarrette Blunt to roll over everybody. I think that's how it's going to work. And, you know, hopefully you get your production, the production you need out of JHI in the first three quarters.
3: The Dolphins have also said that they are going to go by committee with Damian Williams and Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is the guy I want to own, but, pff, I mean, at this point, yeah, exactly, at this point, I don't know. Like, just yeah, don't go there this, if you don't have to.
4: I, this is weird because we've seen Damian Williams before, and he's terrible, and Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake seems to be the guy, but Kenyon Drake is, like, a third down back. So uh, it's this like your best case scenario is you're maybe getting a Darren Sproles ish type guy out of Kenyon Drake.
3: It just seems That's it just case. seems horrible. Like th- this yeah. should be something people get excited about. Like I bid and got a couple um a a couple ownership shares of uh, Kenyon Drake, and I'm just like not excited about it. Like I don't ever want to have to start him.
4: Right, right. You have him at you buy him because he's
3: you know a quote unquote
4: starter right
3: yeah. now. That's uh, Ke- why you want to get him. The other trades, Kelvin Benjamin traded to the Bills, will immediately be the ex receiver. And as we said on Fantasy Sports Radio Network, he'll just probably be exactly what he was: four catches, sixty-one yards every week.
4: Yep, that's probably you know he. This is a one hundred percent lateral move. I don't think barely anything changes for Benjamin.
3: My 49ers made a big move. Uh, which I was very excited about. I, I got so excited and have been so down on the Niners that I made this comment when I saw it. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, this is the best news. This is the best Niners news in 10 years. And I immediately got hit by multiple people. They're like, bro, the Niners were in the Super Bowl four years ago. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I guess they were. I'm like, but they lost. So it's not, doesn't even count. Doesn't even matter. Like, I don't count. Do you count the Steelers being in the Super Bowl and losing? Well,
4: I mean, they were in the Super Bowl, you know. I know. It's it's a huge event. Well, what do you mean? How do I count Do you count
3: that in your brain as like a win? Oh, they made it to the Super Bowl and they lost. No, of course not. So don't at me that they got into the Super Bowl. They lost. They had Colin Kaepernick. The lights turned off. They lost to the stupid Ravens. It's horrible.
4: Yeah. I mean, and I was excited about it because uh, it makes you hate the Ravens almost as much as I do.
3: As much. They're the worst. But Garoppolo traded to the Niners. The initial reports that came out kind of leaned that he might not play until after the bye week. But then John Lynch essentially came out and said, I wouldn't probably expect him the whole season. Like they are prepared for him to sit, not get hurt, learn the system. Bethard is going to be the quarterback through the whole season unless something happens. Now, two weeks he picks up in practice. He just knows the system by heart and the Niners just can't bear with how garbage they look. And how horrible Bethard is, they might throw him in. Don't expect think, him at at week twelve, by t- yeah, at least week yeah yeah.
4: I think that they want to get him in at the end of the year just to at least get him some
3: experience with the system. I would for hope. Next I mean, year. I I'll take him this week. I think it's still better than Beathard, but whatever. <laughs> they're they're going to baby it in the process, and then uh, the person that originally Brian Hoyer was involved in this trade. I don't know if everyone paid attention to that. He was involved, but the the compensation system. With you know like players to picks, screwed the trade up. So then both teams just agreed they would just cut Brian Hoyer, and Hoyer was going to sign with the Patriots, even though I think the Packers tried to jump in it on it as well.
4: Yeah, yeah, they they tried, and they, I mean Hoyer backed up Brady for a million years, so yeah, he
3: signed
2: this a three year deal, a good deal. For yeah, him. signed yeah. three
3: year deals, and no doubter. Uh What else we got, Boggs? Uh, the, the
4: rest of the stuff is kind of stuff for this week. D.D. Westbrook is going to play this week. He will have what they said is a, quote, top three role. Mm. So, you know, Hearns, uh, uh, Marquise Lee, and then D.D. Westbrook. And Westbrook had an amazing preseason. I mean, yeah, you, it's not too many times so I'm going to give a bunch of compliments to Oklahoma players, but he looked really, really good. Um, Joe Flacco is going to play on Sunday. You know, we all remember that vicious hit from Thursday Night Football. Check, please. Where... Yeah, and, uh, Ice Cold Bud Light here. So, uh all the all the memes and all the stuff, but it looks like he's good to go. DeMarco Murray practiced in full. He's going to go. Brock Lobster is starting <laughs> for the Broncos. Are you ready for that?
3: <laughs> who's going to watch that game? Like, I know our guy Brian <laughs> Rooker in the ITL army. I think Dusty a couple we got a couple Bronco fans like you guys aren't going to watch that. Really? <laughs> I wouldn't. James, yeah, James, Big Brown. Brock James, guy. exactly. I don't go out of my way to watch Beathard at this point, so eh, I'm good. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, see, that's why the numbers are down
3: right there. Yeah. Is because Brock Osweiler is the starting quarterback in the NFL. That's a good point. Uh, see right there, Beathard, uh, Drew Stanton, Brock Lobster. That's why the NFL is down. Uh, Bruce Arians
4: doesn't expect David Johnson to play in 2017. David Johnson has said that. You know, if he's ready to play, he doesn't care what the Cardinals record is. He wants to play. Of course. But David uh, Bruce Arian said, don't expect him to play this year, which I believe, uh, I don't, can't, can't remember how much money we put on that bet, but yeah, we have like a bet a, on like that. A, a, a,
3: like a dollar? Uh, yeah, well, trust me, it's on,
4: it's on tape now. Yeah. I'll go back and find
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Now you'll go back and find it. All right. Uh, uh, we already Danny talked about Woodhead. Danny
4: Woodhead. Yeah, we talked about that. He, uh, he's practicing now. Week eleven is when he can come back. And Dwayne Brown traded to the Seahawks. All of the Texans said they were very upset, but I mean he was holding out anyway. So it was it was time for him to go and Why the were Seahawks. Upset? Because, well, because
3: he was a good teammate?
4: I guess. Yeah.
3: Okay. Do you see You know,
4: there's all the stuff with the owners Do you
3: see um Jadavian Clowney for Halloween dressed up as a uh, an inmate? Right, right. And, and, and the, he was like, Oh, that was all he had in my size. I was like, Uh huh, me too. Right.
4: Well, I mean, I think that was his response was like a no, I didn't mean any offense. (laughs) You know, I I think that's why he said that. So I feel
3: like there should be, they should incorporate something. Ooh, I got, okay, this might be too dicey here, but you want to make a statement. You want to make a statement against the owner. I'm just throwing this out here. After they score a touchdown, because you can now celebrate in the NFL. You think they should have like a like a prison line? You know, they're like working on the railroad prison line. Like eight players will line up each other, and they'll just walk in line like prison inmates. That'll send a message.
4: They could have uh, they could have whoever scores a touchdown throw his arms behind his back, and then um, and then two other players escort him to the
3: sideline. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, the NFL sometimes is fun. All right, uh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we, we told you about the voicemails. It was on the chopping block last week. So let's talk about what you guys did to avoid that.
1: It's in this league. Voicemail. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Ain't here right now. So leave a message or whatever.
3: The voicemail segment uh, brought to you by, and just voicemailed, I don't know, by you guys. I guess You guys are the sponsors of it, because if you don't send any, we ain't doing it. Last week, very, very disappointed. Very disappointed in everybody. Only three. It was last minute. But this week, you guys uh, stepped up and sent a lot. We had double-digit numbers of them. We had to cut a few. Our boy Jesse Zavir sent in one, but I literally couldn't hear him. And uh, a couple Aww. people sent in two which we had to cut down to one and make choices. But kudos to you guys for not wanting this segment to end and everybody's sending in some good stuff. So if you want to make sure that there's a week 10, all you got to do is email me, is it the Welsh at gmail.com and record your voice for 60 seconds or less. If you go over 60 seconds, I'm going to hit the buzzer on you. Just so you know, Don't you're going get to get buzzered. the buzzer. There's a chance there might be a buzzer or two in this episode today. Are you ready for uh, some voicemails? I'm ready for
0: some buzzers.
3: I know. I'm ready for some buzzers. Let's buzz them all. All right. uh, First one up here. This is OG Doug.
0: Hey, guys. OG Doug here again. I got a question. Uh, In keeper leagues where you're allowed to trade players for future picks, will you ever trade your picks for next year for players for this year? I always hold off, but I'm tired of losing in the Super Bowl. I've done that a couple times in this league. I, I want to win it all this he year in and this if I win this week I'm in a good position to have a week one playoff bye and I really need a second running back after losing uh Dalvin Cook uh I'm really considering it this year but um the asking prices are always pretty high they tend to ask pretty close to what the player was originally drafted at um for the next year's pick so it really hurts the next year if I do trade for a running back but you know Most of the good teams end up trading for whatever their weakest player is, and I've always held off because I have a solid team and I'm good on the waiver wire, but I always lose in the playoffs because, you know, that extra player just makes a difference. Do you guys have any advice, Uh, anything you guys usually do in that situation?
3: First off, I want to just make one statement before we get into this because Bogman and I were just talking about this the other day. I like that he calls his championship game in fantasy the Super Bowl. I like that he <laughs> refers to him going to himself at, at the, as the Super Bowl. It makes me think of this guy that we used to play a certain sport with, uh, a very recreational sport, who came up to Bogner and I one time, and uh, he was like, <laughs> hey— this is my World Series. And we were like, oh, dude, this is softball. Dude, <laughs> like this is This is so sad. This is a game. Why like, are you so sad? It's like the fifth game of the season. Like, let's it's, it's okay. Uh that remind but it's not like that. But I just I don't know. There's something warm I felt when he was like, hey, I want to get to the Super Bowl. The easy answer, I think Bogman would agree with this, is yeah, you make the move. But from Bogman is much more direct about this. Like you think so little about next year for this year. I think a lot more. To me, it all comes down to what that piece is. As well, I would want to know, like, well, what is your keeper structure? You know what I mean? Like, if you, because you were saying you lose next year.
4: Yeah, exactly. Like, So, if you trade your second-round pick, does that mean you now cannot keep Dalvin Cook?
3: Yeah, I don't you know, understand this is that. Probably or probably
4: a second round
3: pick. Or do so. you like you get to keep five guys, no rounds, and then you just go first round, you start over, that type of stuff. Like I, th- those are really important factors in here. But the easy, quick answer is, yeah, ma- make a move. I mean, he just said other people are making the moves that keep beating him, and he's got a really right. good team. If you can go get an impactful player, like you can get a good player. If you I mean, if he's saying they're they're going for about the round that they went, well, if you're trading your first round pick, you should be getting like Melvin Gordon, and if you can do that, go get your ship. But if it's going to cost you a second round pick to get Alex Collins, tell him to kick rocks.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um you know, I mean, just think about the money you're going to win. Does that cover next year's entry fee already? So you know even if you were to be terrible next year you you'd kind of be covered because you've already had it paid and you get to brag to all your teammates that you've won so absolutely win the
3: Super Bowl to me it's also really important you have to be um step outside of yourself for a second are you really going to win because everyone can be like oh yeah, yeah I'm gonna win you know and then like you get a player but like look at your team comparatively is it the best team is it a top two team because I think those are important to know if you if you were like Dude, you uh, in got,
4: football, that's the hardest to do though, because there are injuries every single week. Okay, but of the like season.
3: you got like but this is what I mean. You get like Brady and Hopkins and AJ Green and another good third receiver, a good running back, a good tight end, decent defense, and garbage. Are number you two. on
4: paper the best? Yeah. Right.
3: And then if it's like, well, I can get Melvin Gordon to add to this monster team now. Okay, then this is a no brainer. I do what I got to do to get that. But if it's just, you know, someone's trying to sell you Carlos Hyde to fill your running back second slot, and it's going to cost you a third-round pick, I don't know. Nah. I'm going to think twice about it. Right. But you should look into it. All right. Uh, next one up. This is uh, Benedict Jonesy. What's
0: up, dudes? It's Jonesy. Uh, so I haven't called in. thought I'd give the other guys a shot, and uh, they let us down. So yep. that's great. Way to go, guys. <laughs> Way to ruin everything. Sons of bitches. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm calling it with a question for you guys. Uh, if Jonesy goes to the Cowboys Raiders game in Oakland, what do you guys think the odds are that Jonesy gets stabbed? Because, uh, that could be happening and I'm a little bit concerned that I might be stabbed in the neck. Uh, so let's hear it and never forget.
3: Bug. Oh, you cut off. Sorry there, yeah. Jonesy. You cut off Bugnation right at the end.
0: Domination, Jonesy. I'm now going
3: to definitely uh, say you probably will get stabbed, even if you don't go. Go Margaret or go, Welsh, don't. Actually. Yeah, don't uh. go or go. You're going to get stabbed. Um, Yes, if you go, because you're going to Oakland, because you live in the Bay Area. You go into Oakland wearing Raiders stuff, and just knowing you, you are getting stabbed somewhere. It might be in the <laughs> ankle, but you're definitely getting stabbed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh,
4: there's a higher percentage in Oakland than there is in other places. I'll just say that I'm. I i would not put
3: a percentage on it. Well, it's but, not about uh, Oakland. It's about the Raider Stadium. You have a higher. You have a higher chance of getting stabbed at 2 p.m. in the afternoon in the Oakland Raiders' Stadium than you do at 2 a.m. in Compton.
4: You have a better chance of getting stabbed at 2 p.m. in Oakland than you do in most other places. Is what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. So you can get through a night in probably any local county lockup. Without getting stabbed, than you could in Oakland Raider Stadium.
4: My favorite, one of my favorite things, is somebody put a map up of uh, where the Whole Foods are and where the WalMarts are in the Bay Area, and it's like all the Whole Foods are in San Francisco <laughs> and all the WalMarts are in Oakland. It's <laughs> hilarious.
3: Um, my hometown, it's yeah, my hometown. It's, yeah, I know you're it, getting stabbed. Careful, That's all. Yeah, 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 maybe,
4: yeah, maybe maybe travel with a crew. Maybe don't maybe drink don't as go go, much
3: as you usually do because that don't roll solo. Yeah, you don't roll solo. And um, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let it all out on the drinking end because I feel like that's going to help lead to the the stabbing. Am I right?
4: <laughs> You're probably right. Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, next up is this guy
5: Bogman Welsh. How y'all doing today? This is Leon Phelps, <laughs> and I got a fantasy football question, <laughs> up, baby. So, my running back conundrum that I have is, do I stay with Jay Ajayi, who is all-worldly horrible, or should I start rolling with Thomas Rawls? I think I can still trade Jay Ajayi to a running back hungry team. I would just wonder, what is your stance on this? can you please give me some information i hope the world and the ladies are treating you as good as your fantasy football team i'm one in seven at this point but however the ladies are still treating me real good you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) that
3: was a plus a plus voicemail for sure
4: oh my god leon phelps needs to ask us a question every week jay Uh,
3: or do it in the butt that's I didn't another. even hear the question. What was the question? Well, it is a crazy question. He said all-worldly horrible, and he attached that to Jay Ajayi, and he was com- he said, should I start Thomas Rawls? You got the backwards. No. Leon, no. Leon you got no. that backwards. Uh-oh. You've been drinking a little Uh-oh. bit too much Cavatier, and you don't ever <laughs> start Thomas Rawls. And Pete Carroll said they're going to do plenty of Eddie Lacy this weekend. Lots of China food. Does this not have the aroma of fine, fine <laughs> diamonds? Does, does this not uh. the wanton of not wanting the things?
5: Is not love not unlike the unlikely not it is unlikened to?
4: Does <laughs> 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 this is not have the unlike and not that it is unlikely to? <laughs> I, I love when he's reading that and he looks at it and he's like, what
3: the hell? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, no, my friend. Start J.I. I. I'm not against going to move him, but... um. I don't know. I just don't think anyone's getting, unless someone's get excited. Now, there is the unknown factor. I'll give you this, which gives you about 24 hours to make the move. There's this unknown Philadelphia factor of, could he be better there? And maybe you could get equal value or a tiny bit more. I would consider that, but I don't, I just, I don't know. I mean, you need a running back. I would a thousand times over rather have a Jai than Rawls ever.
4: Uh yeah, Rawl sucks. The the Seattle running game. Maybe it'll get better with Dwayne Brown, but probably not.
3: No, probably not. Uh, Brian Rooker.
2: That was the absolute worst six and two week ever. Total dumbass. Uh oh. Brian alert. BS. Two guys beat me on pickups. Day of pickups. Both losses came late in the day. Imagine from this. pickups. You're cruising to what looks like your first <laughs> eight and a week of the year. And then some dumb kid jumps off the bench and smacks you in the mouth. Yeah, that happened to me twice. I literally could taste 8-0 until Pee Wee Smith-Schuster ruined one game and that too-full-of-himself bench warmer butthead Paul Richardson ruined the other. <laughs> I think he thinks he can play and he looks like John Wall. I just wish Juju's bike would have stayed missing and that Paul Richardson would have left for the An one tour prior to week eight. <laughs> to top it all off, my Broncos lost to the damn Chiefs. <sighs> At least basketball has started and I can root for the Dodgers.
3: Oh, and you ran out of time, Rooker. Sorry. Wah, wah, wah. Gotta get in a little bit early. Going over a minute. Can't do it. Though he did uh did he say root against the Dodgers? What was the last thing we heard? Yeah, root against the Dodgers. He's because he's a Rockies fan. Yeah.
4: Well, look, there is some light at the end of the tunnel because Brock Lobster is starting for the Broncos now.
3: Yeah. You got a lot to I mean, this is gonna be a great 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 game, right? CJ Anderson, uh Brock Lobster. Hello? Wheeler? I was
4: I was two and six this week, so I don't want to hear about your crap.
3: Oh, it was a bad so, week. It was horrible, a horrible week. I mean, we're skin of our I teeth. I kind of
4: knew, like we kind of knew, like eight week was the, the week eight was the bad <laughs> bad
3: by week week. It's like Stranger Things. Like week eight was the upside down. Like we knew this was happening. So, all right, uh, I dig it. Uh, Dave Day, let's see if brevity is his friend. I doubt it.
5: What up, boys? It's Dave Day here. Uh, look, I got a rant. Uh, what the crap is going on with the front office of the Cleveland Browns? Okay, these guys are absolute <laughs> joker, no talent ass clowns.
3: Breaking
0: news! Absolute
5: trash in that front office. Hugh Jackson good has put together a good coaching staff. His the guys are not good, but they play hard for him. You can't blame Hugh. This front office guys are absolute boneheads. Look, in just the last couple years since these guys took over, they have passed on. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, uh, Mitch Trubisky. 20 seconds, They're Dave. They're passing up every decent to good quarterback that you can get for Deshaun Kaiser and Cody Kessler. Absolute trash. They can't even get a trade done at the 10 deadline. 10 seconds, Dave. Uh, the Browns should Uh-oh. forever be banned uh, from your fantasy four, teams three, and from ITL two, until
4: one.
3: they figure out.
0: Wah, wah. Sorry, Dave Day. <laughs> Brevity
3: is not your friend, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Nothing you do is short-winded writing or speaking. But, uh, yeah, the break. I mean, come it's on. It's just the
4: like the uh, Browns front office at the deadline.
3: Just <laughs> it's couldn't spent too it. much time talking and not enough action. <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> Every time I see Hugh Jackson, by the way, I want to call him Hugh Jackman. That's a that's a problem that I have. Um, let's go to Eric <laughs> That was two straight uh, over-the-line guys,
1: by the way. <laughs> hey, and the Welsh. Toft here. You okay, Reguarding Toft? Regarding that voicemail <laughs> a couple weeks ago, turns out the best thing that could have happened for my wife's team was to drop Terrell Pryor. So go figure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, question about keepers for next year. Um, I've got a team that's just absolutely tanking. Uh, should I sell Julio? It's, what, he's going to be 28, 29 next year. Uh, Looks like, you know, his trajectory is going down in terms of rankings. He's never been great as far as touchdown catches, standard league. Uh, Curious your advice if I could get, you know, a couple of first-round picks. What do you think? Later.
3: Okay. There's another second part here I'm going to allow here, so listen to this. Because it's the second story. Technically, it's going to go over. The second suitor. Hey,
1: and the Welsh. Uh, toft again, following up in that voicemail, I forgot to mention that I did take some of your advice. I uh, brought some great beer over to their house and some bleepity wine, and uh, I drank the beer right in front of them left the crappy wine. So thanks for the advice <laughs> on that one. That was fun.
3: I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> like my memory, I don't, did. We suggest isn't it,
4: this a family league with the weird, uh, w- with the weird? Um, somebody dropped somebody, and somebody else got picked up, and they're like, to be. "Well, you know, if it's your family, it's not worth fighting over." Isn't that one it, of it Eric's must be. Uh,
3: voicemails? Yeah, I, I just, I don't remember. So many people, like we record these episodes, and they come out the next day, and then like a day later, someone will make like a reference, like, "Oh my god, that thing that you guys said," and I'm like. I don't know what you're talking about. what I anymore. say? I don't know. Like, I know <laughs> well, we about. We do a
4: lot of shows, man.
3: <laughs> dude, about 35% of each episode stays. And I really got to be pushed to remember. I don't remember. I do remember Toft calling in and asking something about info for his wife, but I don't remember. Maybe, yeah, maybe we said get some people drunk or, yeah, I don't know. But good. Get people drunk. Beer, wine. Ble- what was bleepity wine, by the way?
4: Like, sh- wine.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Oh, yeah,
4: wine there and drank all the good wood bridge right yeah of a
3: little wood bridge yeah yeah you're absolutely right about that yeah that was <laughs> that was a definitely a suggestion of mine okay good job toft uh the question was keeper league trading julio jones julio you can get two first round picks do it immediately you, i my, think what i really like and this what i would probably push for with him is i would like to move him to get the first round pick and then a good young talented player that should be going now like maybe a running back or a wide receiver okay follow me this maybe eh. Actually, now I'm about to say it out loud. I don't like it, but Corey Davis and like a first, you know, first one, two or three pick overall.
4: Uh, oh, one, two or three overall. Yeah, I would do that.
3: Yeah, with Corey Davis. Yeah, yeah. I like I want. I still think Corey more.
4: Davis is going to be really good. He's had some injury problems his rookie year here, uh, but he's going to be really, really good. I think and. Uh, if you're getting a one, two, or three overall pick, I mean, there's a lot of good running backs coming out this year. So, I mean, especially if it's one or two, you get Barkley or guys. I'd really like that. Yeah,
3: so. I mean, the bottom line is I'm I'm cool with making the trade in a keeper league. Just make sure you maximize. Our right, couple more emails or voicemails here. This is uh, Patrick. Yo, Bogman and the Welsh.
5: This is your boy, Patrick. Sup? Yo, got a question for you guys. Who's a better stash? For the rest of the season's second half. Seems to me there seems to be a lot of rookies coming in, or a lot of big names that are all hype, or that might be all hype. What do you got? So considering playtime, talent, and strength of schedule, who are the best pickups now to win my championship? Corey Davis, Didi Westbrook, or Josh Gordon? Oh snap. Let me know what you guys think. <laughs> So much fun. Let's get this done. Thanks.
3: Let's get it done. So much fun. Let's get this done. Good job, Patrick. I
5: mean,
4: you have to agree with me that
3: it's Corey Davis. It's Corey Davis. It's Corey, okay. Davis. Yeah, yeah, no,
4: no. It's Corey right. Davis. But I just want to make sure we weren't going to have some nuclear blow-up fight here. So, <laughs> no. I mean, look, I like Deedee. I mentioned that a little bit before. He had a really, really good preseason. Uh, seems to kind of know what he's doing. That's good. But Jacksonville just doesn't throw the ball that much with Leonard Fournette, right? Ooh, Deedee uh, or Josh
3: Gordon? Josh Gordon. Yes. Um, yes. No. It said it. You can't take it back. No backseats.
4: Yeah. Probably Josh Gordon.
3: All right. Good. I'm there. But 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 Corey Davis going to play this week, and he's really really good. He's yeah. got tons of upside. This is literally what we said before. I mean, this is second half type of guy. He's back after missing a decent amount of time. He looked like he was starting to click before he was out. Titans are you know trying to improve. You know they're 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 making a, a more concerted effort on offense. So. I'm with Corey Davis. This is a no-brainer here, but, you know, the playoff run, I think if you come to th- week 14, I mean, I'm a, I'm an insane person, but I'm not going to be shocked if Josh Gordon is the most valuable guy for weeks 14 through 16. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but uh, the least shocked person on the planet will be me, but I wouldn't bank on it. I would go with Corey Davis.
4: Yeah, and Corey Davis does have the hamstring stuff, so he's not perfect either. You know, and uh, I mean, he could wind up missing some more time, but it's kind of it was kind of like he hurt it and then he came back too soon and re-injured it. And now they let him they let him off until he's 100 percent. So I'm i am hoping that he's good to go. But hamstring injuries do tend, tend to linger a little bit.
3: All right. Uh, we got Benton.
5: Howdy, y'all. Two quick questions. So right. one. Who do you think are the biggest winners and losers from this year's crazy trade deadline? And two, for those of us who are in Keeper or Dynasty Leagues, are there any players that you've seen either on the wires or have really underperformed this season that you think are candidates for a bounce-back season next year that we should try to target and buy low on and get on the cheap while we can? Uh, Love the pod. Love the voicemail segments. Y'all send in some more voicemails. I did my part. Y'all do the same.
3: Was Benton, like—was that a hospital? Was that, like, a—
5: (laughs) <laughs> like i think his, a his food was done i think oh, his food was done i think it
3: okay. sounded
4: like a microwave to me
3: it may be. it's just all the room noise i was like are you at a hospital like you don't need to like i appreciate we want the voicemail segment to go but if you're at a hospital you don't need to you don't need to call us <laughs> <But> <laughs> maybe i was wrong maybe it was just food <laughs> one of the two um what did he ask us he asked us questions oh biggest uh winner and loser of the trade deadline the losers uh, to browns always
4: Yeah, the losers, the Browns, uh, or they a winner because
3: they didn't give up a two and a three from McCarron.
4: Well, to be honest, I kind of think that that's a win, but uh, but the internal strife and just being a laughing stock of the NFL, you know, that is not a win ever. So yeah, they're the losers. Uh, the The winners gotta be the Eagles. I guess, yeah. I mean, the trade deadline was, like, it was bigger than it normally is. But it wasn't that but it big. But still, it still wasn't that big, yeah. right. It's it, JGI going to the Eagles. Um, because of the that's, Eagles.
3: That's the big thing, because the Eagles are because of number the number one line. team in the NFL. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've just powered up your offense, and you're going for a Super Bowl run, so I would say they clearly are it. And if you're looking at it from a fantasy fantasy perspective, he's the only one that's making taking a boost, because there weren't that many offensive players traded. It
4: might it might wind up being the Seahawks getting Dwayne Brown, seriously, because their line has been so bad. I'm not saying that it improves all five spots, but, you know, sometimes you get a guy that can start left tackle, you shift the right tackle, the le- the guy who was playing left tackle over right tackle where he's much better, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it might wind up being the stupid Seahawks run game at the end of the day, but I- I'll i believe it
3: when I see it. Yeah, all right, last one here. Who's this? Huh? <laughs>
0: you Nation, it's me, Evan.
2: <clears throat> hey, what's up, guys? It's Evan.
0: Evan? Wanted to call and give you guys a little hot take, save the voicemails, fill the ball bag. Paul Richardson, um, a guy that I've been pretty high on ever since the Seahawks shipped Curse out of town, and I know that they were looking to trade Jimmy Graham. I just wonder if you think... Paul Richardson has a solid role in this offense going forward even into next year. I think he could be a top 30 PPR guy to finish out the season. He's got great chemistry with Russ. Athletic dude, makes great catches. It reminds me a lot of myself, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Love you. Keep up the great work. Pog life, ITL Army, shoddy train. Love you, boys. Take care.
3: So did we uncover the mystery? I don't. I mean, it did not come from the mysterious email of Turd Gurley. I
0: don't,
3: I don't think he would have done
4: that if that was actually him. That was a but he calls him Turd Gurley. He's yeah. he's gone so far as to. Change his name in one of the group me rooms to not Turd
3: Gurley. Yeah, that's a, he did a good impression. I mean it was pretty spot on. People yeah, were turning on Turd Gurley right though. I would still say hopefully turd, turd didn't send in a voicemail. Hopefully he puts out his picks. No that was it. That was the last voicemail. No turd gurley voicemail this week. Unless it was Evan. I mean that's the mystery. Let the mystery huh. uh linger. You know, you guys have to decide what let that
4: the was. Bay. Yeah, let the mystery bag. Thank you.
3: Show. My show. It's my show.
4: <laughs> What's the show name? <laughs> hold on.
3: I, uh, I, I'm you gonna... don't
4: know either. It's I your do. show. It, you don't know the name of it.
3: It's the, it's the leftovers.
4: The leftovers. Yeah. Hold God on.
3: Now I gotta same. play the. Now I gotta play the, the tune. It's the, it's the leftovers. Bogman. Ah, uh, yeah. There it is. All right.
1: Everybody is wondering Why and
3: where they, they all come came from. from. We'll just play this under us, right? I like so it. So. It's the best. The leftovers. I love it.
1: Let's just listen to it for a second.
3: The same to me. Let the mystery be. I like the end part where she really sings it. Let's go to that. Sing it. Sing it, Bachman. There we go. That was fun. That was nice. Uh, a really good depressing <laughs> show about nice. everybody dying and no one having anybody. That's a good way to end out that segment. Did Evan ask us something? Yes, <laughs> uh, ask, oh, Paul, Paul Richardson, Richards. top thirty yeah. PPR.
4: No. Uh, you know, I, I think that his role is becoming more defined as the year goes on, Agreed. but I still think that it's Richardson and Lockett. Richard. You know that they're gonna they're gonna kind of play off of each other. I think one guy will have a big week one week and the other guy will have a big week the next week with Richardson getting three out of four down the stretch here. I like Richardson. I think by next year, Richardson is the clear number two and Lockett is the slot guy.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that's very aggressive and that's, it's, I mean, if you think that, that's fine. I don't think that. I don't think he's going to end the season as a top 30 guy. But, I mean, if maybe if you look at the question I, I from not this not
4: the season. I think from this week forward. Oh, from this week. 30. I was just about
3: to say yeah. that if you're looking at from this week forward, top 30 PPR. I just think it's a bit aggressive, but I agree with you. Like number two next season. Um, I mean, what would you say? 50, maybe. Depending 60 on it, I mean, if
4: Baldwin's a free agent, he might be a number
3: one. I don't know what Baldwin's contract deal is. I don't though. think they would be afraid of it. I mean, he's a guy that people get excited about. Well, you know what I like about him in those deeper dynasty leagues? Going to try to acquire him right now on the dirt cheap.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, this next couple of weeks could be like the last chance you get to get him dirt cheap. Yeah. So, all right, if you're gonna do it, do it now.
3: Uh, super, super big ass uh, voicemail segment. Good job on you guys. You guys want to always make them good, and you want to make sure that it's here. We've hey, we've only got you know six more weeks. Is that it? Six, seven more weeks. So uh, get right. your voicemails in, comments, takes, trades, questions, whatever it is. Send them to me at isitthewelsh at gmail dot com. Sixty seconds or less on the recording. And we will get them on the episode. we still got some stuff to do here. Let's go talk about our Week 9 Plays of the Week.
2: Where are we going to go? Someplace warm. A place where the beer flows like wine. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm talking about a little place called In
1: This
3: League. It's just Bogman, myself, holding it down, holding court, and um, not been good. I have not been good at this for two weeks. <laughs> I had some really good weeks on this. Uh, not hitting my stride so far
4: well we're gonna get better who's your top quarterback this week
3: um we'll go drew Brees. i mean this is one of those again you beat me to it and you stole some of my guys one of them i just protested and and picked it because i've been saying it all week and you picked my damn guy but you you, you've got a lot of these so i'm not going to disagree you the player you're going with was my number one so second off here i'm going to go drew Brees at tampa bay Deshaun Watson uh, yeah.
4: against Indy is my number one. I think that's a fairly easy one.
3: That's the easy. That's why I said. I mean, that's my number one. But just not to have all the same answers, I'm going to say Drew Brees at Tampa Bay. Who do you have as your bust?
4: My bust, I got Derek Carr against Miami. He just, you know, the the team has not looked good. They're on the road. Miami got absolutely smashed on Thursday Night Football last week. I think they're going to bounce back and play better at home. So, I'm gonna say Derek Carr. I, I think Derek Carr may still have a little bit of back stuff going on,
3: you think so? You think I mean, you I, think at the end of the season that's something we're going to hear where it was I, like, maybe I'm making an blah.
4: excuse for him like Rodney Harrison says, but I think he's better than he's played the last couple of weeks.
3: Uh, I like that one. That was one I had contemplated. I'm gonna go with Cam Newton. You know, this offense. they just got rid of Kelvin Benjamin. They're wanting to make a concerted effort to establish more of the running game. Well, you know, there's a nice public statement to have it going against a team that's going to know what's happening. If they don't establish that running game, how well are they going to be able to come back to the passing game against Atlanta? Atlanta's going to be out for blood. This is in Carolina. I don't like this matchup for Cam Newton against Atlanta, so I'm going to bust him out this week. Uh, The surprising start, this is where I protested because this is my guy and your guy. Drew Stanton versus the 49ers. I've already said Drew Stanton is going to have a great hold on this offense more than most backup quarterbacks. Full belief they won't hold they won't hold anything back from Drew Stanton. The 49ers are pathetically sad and Drew Stanton is a awesome start this week.
4: I just think that's the only surprise start you could have. Probably like uh, I mean, because we record this, you know, and it doesn't come out until after Thursday night football, like the guy I wanted to pick was McCown or Tyrod Taylor. But, but they played against play, each other, yeah. Yeah, they both played tonight. So uh, on Thursday night, but, um, you know, other than that, there is, there's not a surprise quarterback to be had. Not like really. Look at this list. Dalton against Jacksonville. No, thanks. Uh, Eli Manning against the Rams. No, uh, Brock Osweiler against Philly. No, reset against Houston. No, uh, Are you going to start Joe Flacco when he doesn't know his own name. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, you know, um, the rest of these guys are all kind of obvious starts. The only other guy you could pick as a surprise start. Would be maybe Brett Hundley on Monday Night Football against Detroit,
3: and I don't really want to do that. Yeah, I don't so, mind Stanton. that one. How confident are you on Stanton? By the way, like, would you consider starting Stanton over Carr? Mm. It's tough because this is an incredible matchup for Stanton.
4: I, you know, I don't think game. I would. I don't think I would. I would think I'd still go with Carr. I think you got to like you got to roll out your best player, and Carr is still your best player in that. Situation.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm always a fan of uh, you know your best players out there. The matchups can. It could just become a whirlwind of frustration. I mean, it's always nice when you hit it, but, you know, then you start getting in that cycle where you keep starting the wrong guy. You know, you get you go out and you're like, oh, I got Matt Ryan and, you know, whoever, Matthew Stafford, and then you're always playing the wrong guy. It's just frustrating. So uh, top running backs, who do you have as your top? Uh, I got Kareem Hunt at Dallas. I think this
4: is going to be a high-scoring game. It's got uh, the, probably – I think it does have the highest over of the week. There's going to be a lot of back and forth, so – a lot of chance for Kareem Hunt to put up
3: some points. Okay, I like that one. I'm going to go with not Turd but Todd Gurley versus the Giants. <laughs> Todd Gurley. I, I kind of wanted to go Fournette in this as well. I'm to me, this feels like a big top running back week. You know, all the best guys, all the but we got all the best running backs that are best going backs. to be successful ish this week. Like, I'm not sure how many surprises we're going to see. That's just this week kind of just sucks because we've got Bell, Gordon, and Howard all on bye weeks. I know. I mean, that's why I'd rather I'd rather go on the top end. So I'm going to go with Gurley. And Zeke is suspended. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah.
4: it's kind of Hunt and Gurley are kind of your only options there. Oh, but we have Marshawn Lynch. Yep.
3: If, they, well, they need to give Marshawn Lynch the ball. They just won't do it. So mm, We should put that in the chicken on the carries. Uh, biggest bust this week, I am going to go with a no-brainer, Joe Mixon versus the Jags. The Jags defense, the Bengals, are one of the most inept teams at running the ball, like the Raiders. They cannot do it, and the Jags are going to show no reason and no mercy against the Bengals. <laughs> Captain Insano and and shows no mighty. I don't see how Joe Mixon is startable, really, at this point until he shows anything. I'd rather, I would probably rather start the guy you're putting out there this week than I would Joe Mixon.
4: Uh, well, I mean, the Jaguars still are last in the league and giving up uh, rushing yards. So, Teams can rush against them, but you're right. Not I the Bengals. Yeah, you know, the Bengals are inept at ru- running the ball, and Joe Mixon is a little bit... Uh, Alex Collins at Tennessee is my bust of the week, and I really think he's a bust because, like we said, the majority of the good running backs are either on a bye week or, like, Zeke is suspended. So, uh, you know, th- there's a lot of good matchups for these running backs too, but there's not a lot of ones that you would want to start th- this week. So... It's a really bad week to start it somebody. It is. Jay Ajayi just went to Philly, so how much work is he going to get? Absolutely. I mean, so Alex Collins, I just picked him as a bust because people uh, spend a lot of fab money on him and are going to want to roll him out and expect him to play very, very well. Tennessee is coming off a bye, and they have a good run defense. So, yeah.
3: All right, who do you got as your surprise start? My surprise start is Amir Abdullah.
4: Because, like I said, there's not a lot else going on. I think uh, Green Bay is somewhere close to middle of the pack at stopping the run. So I'm going to go with Amir Abdullah because there's just not a lot out there.
3: I'm going to go on this front. This is a pure flex option type of stuff simply because you have got a lo- you know top backs that are out. Like you just kind of mentioned, there's a lot of weird stuff that's going on. And I want to pick on the game that might have a lot of fantasy value for the Cardinals. I would say AP is an option I love, but I would think you'd be starting him. I'm going to go with Andre Ellington. I think uh, Andre Ellington, if they want to sit AP a little bit, he's going to get some run. He's going to be getting balls out of the backfield. If Drew Stanton is experiencing you know any you know rust and adjustments, his safety option and net is going to be Andre Ellington. So if you're playing in PPR, I like Ellington versus the Forty Niners, Forty Niners. Uh, top. <laughs> Receivers for Week Nine. I found this one tough too. I'm going to go Michael Thomas versus the. We versus both Tampa just Bay. picked.
4: We both just picked uh, the number one wideout for our number one quarterback. Exactly. So, I, I
3: want actually Hopkins was one that was another option, but again, you know, you got Watson and Hopkins, so I'm good with Breeze and Thomas. Yeah, my bust for this week is kind of a bigger
4: one. I think AJ Green against Jacksonville. This Jacksonville secondary is for real. It doesn't matter where they move. A.J. Uh, on the field because they have the number one and number two rated corners in the league, according to Pro Football Focus. Jacksonville does, and they're number one, uh, number two at stopping the pass behind uh, Pittsburgh.
3: So, I think it's. I think A.G. Green's in for a rough week. I think you and I, our biggest, hottest takes of this week are at the bus wide receiver because I want Alshon Jeffrey. I want another big name, but it, I mean, it's kind of the same takes as you. You know, the no, no fly, fly zone, zone in Denver. Yeah. I think they're going to hawk all over Jeffrey. What's that running game going to look like this week? A lot of unknowns. Uh, Philly has been playing great, but I would think Denver is going to make a concerted effort to to not only, you know, obviously, try to shut down Zach Ertz, but shut down Alshon Jeffrey. Biggest surprise start this week? I'm going to go with the guy that has not played for six weeks. He's returning. Corey Davis versus Baltimore. I like Corey Davis to get right back into the groove of things. I wouldn't start him, obviously, over established, established players, but I would find a way to get him in the lineup is what I'm looking at. What about you? Uh, well, since I think Alex Collins isn't going to have that great a week against
4: Tennessee, I think something's going to have to happen since Joe Flacco is starting. Uh, I think Wallace is still a little bit questionable. I'm going to go with Jeremy Macklin. I, and it's just because I think he could get into the end zone again.
3: Okay. So like Jeremy
4: Macklin against Tennessee.
3: How bad do you think we're going to? Like, I'm looking at my picks last week, and there's just not a lot of good picks to come
4: from. That's why I picked so many unders, and we were on the radio yesterday.
3: I mean, I got McCoy. Well, I'm just saying our, our player picks. I look I think I nailed McCoy last week. Um phrasing phrasing. And <laughs> I don't know, is this even last week's that I'm looking No, at? that's not last week's. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I mean it was so bad we don't even remember what we had. It was just it wasn't good. We we needed we need to write the shit. Uh, a
4: real bad take was the uh the Watson, you know.
3: Yeah. So that one that one just crushed us a little bit. So and now every week it's Deshaun Watson. we should get jerseys of Deshaun Watson.
4: <laughs> I'm not gonna go that far. Yeah. But uh but he, you know, he's amazing.
3: Right, he he is, is really amazing. Really All right, uh, it is time now that we go play some chicken. Uh-oh!
1: Hey, are you ready to play the
4: chicken? All right, the chicken, the Welsh, uh, we were both combined. We got three correct
3: oh from last week. Boy, really? We're
4: bad at this game, uh, but I caught up because you were going too high on some of your numbers. Ah, so. damn it. Deshaun Watson fantasy points. I let you take this one cuz I was really not into it. Uh, at 11, he had 8,000 fantasy points, <laughs> way more than 11, ding, ding, so he won that one. I hope that uh you enjoyed that because the last that's the last time you'll hear that you won. <laughs> yeah. Uh Cam Newton pa- Cam Newton passing yards, he said 279. Uh he was like at 154 or something.
3: Oh. Mitchell Trubisky completions you
4: stuck me with 14. He got 14
3: on the nose. Oh, man. That is brutal. I remember I jumped up. We were at like 11. And I was like 14. And you were like, oh, that was my number. Oh damn <laughs> you,
4: you said 12. Or 12 I said, yeah, yeah, number. that's what it was. I think, I was like, yeah, yeah was. 14. There's no way he goes above 14. You're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Raiders rushing attempts without Lynch. You said 17. The Welsh going really low. And they only had 14. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Levy and Bell carries. I said 28. He had 25. Uh, Devontae Freeman fantasy points. You said 22. He had like nine. He was terrible. Uh, Terrell prior receptions. The Welsh, you said four. He had zero. What a joke. Uh, Will Fuller yards and touchdowns. This is my other one I got right. I said 65 yards. And I did say you stuck me with 65. And uh, because I couldn't get 65 out of my mouth soon enough. And you salt, 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 salt. Yeah. And um, I said, that could be on a screen pass. And I think he had a 68-yard touchdown on the first play of the game of or whatever. So, uh, AJ Green, fantasy points. You had 22. He, I think he was good, but he's like 19, so not quite. Uh, Witten and Reed combined catches. What dumbasses we are. Uh, last week, you said 15, and they had four. This week, I said 10, and they had four again. Jesus. And I lost the longest field
3: goal. Wow, the first time ever. I told you
4: 58 was going to lose. 55 was a long. I said 58. So the score now is the Welsh 33 and a half. Bogman 32. Oh, baby, so, this is getting
3: close. We need Let's very, add a secondary close. one into this when we get to running backs. I want to do a Marshawn Lynch one. So okay. start us off here, Bogman.
4: Wasn't sure if you would uh, go with me on this. Uh,
3: Dalton versus Bortles and fantasy points. Who would you take? Dalton versus Bortles in fantasy points. I would take Bortles. Damn it. So I'm gonna would take I. <laughs> Dalton. I'm not going to take Dalton.
4: Uh, all right. Well, let's just go with Bortles fantasy points against Cincinnati then. I'll open okay. up the bidding at five.
3: Eight. Uh, twelve. Oh, damn. <laughs> I thought you were going to say ten and I was about to say eleven. You got me. Um, What did you say? Twelve? I said twelve for Bortles. Fourteen. Um, I'll give that to you. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I wanted to push. Uh, I wanted that to go up a little bit more, and then stick you at like nineteen. Yeah, why would I say nineteen? For I Bortles come it's on, how much? I it, mean, it's, it's a is I, The pick.
4: I don't know if Bortles has scored nineteen points. He probably did in that <laughs> London game. I, I bet you he did in that London game. But after that, I bet you he hasn't had a
3: nineteen-point game. I'm mm-hmm. going to look it up. You're, you're, prob- you're probably right about that. All right. Uh, Final quarterback one here, Dak Prescott combined passing and rushing yards. I will open the bid because they are going up against the Chiefs. I'm going to open up at 200.
4: uh, Looking at Bortles right now, uh, what did you pick him at? 14. 14. I wanted to stick you at 19. He scored 14 three times. So he had 16.3 two weeks ago against uh, Indy. Then 14.5 against the Rams and that London game was 27.5. Okay. So that's it. Uh, what, so you said 200 combined. Uh, I'll go with 300 combined.
3: Oh, Jesus. Well, no Zeke. 315. 320. With 24. 325. You can have it. Okay. You can have that one. Take it. Suck it. <laughs> uh, all right,
4: the Welsh Todd Gurley rushing yards. Your number one running back. I'll uh, open up bidding at uh,
3: sixty-five. I will go eighty-five. I'll go ninety-five. One hundred eight. Sold. Uh, uh, I go too high?
4: <laughs> a little bit lower. Um, or is that the number? No, I mean I think he get he could get a hundred. I it just depends on how bad the Giants' offense is really. Okay. Because if they hand the ball to him 30 times, he's definitely going over 100 yards. But the Giants' defense plays better than expected in most cases. So uh, I think 100 yards might be tough. Okay.
3: Uh, next one up here, Boggs, is Christian McCaffrey. Panthers want to have a brand new uh, system to their run game. They want to spread it out, open it up. That's presumably that's for Christian McCaffrey. So Christian McCaffrey touches I will open it up at 8. I'll go 12. 14.
4: Um. Yeah, you can have it. Oh, really? Okay.
3: <laughs> <Not> going <laughs> quite how I thought it would go. <laughs>
4: I thought Jonathan Stewart was would still get the carries, you know, but, uh, you know, I think eight or nine catches, four or five. Eh, maybe I should have bumped you up a little bit. But. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That might be an easy one for you. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, how about Adrian Peterson fantasy points against your Niners? I'll open it up at 10. 15. 17.
3: 18. Um, 18 and a half You can take it. You thought you were sticking me? You think you
4: could stick me? I was me trying <laughs> I was trying You're buying all these You're going too much Like a ball. Go to the next Marshawn Lynch so I'm going to half point you I'm going to half point myself Right into this game again <laughs> That's what
3: I did last How week did. We,
4: can't get, we got three right last week I just want to remind you that
3: That's true Marshawn Lynch carries I will open it at 10 <laughs> 12 13
4: 14 14 and a half you can have it damn it never give him 14 and a f- has he got 14 and a half this year yeah. what did he get he got 15 <sighs> week one right and after that
3: it's been underneath that what are you talking about? ah damn, I was I, what are you I doing I, I wanted I wanted you at 15 he got He's had 18, and then he's never had above 13 since. Yeah.
4: So what are you doing? I mean, off. I think it's what they need to do, but they
3: just won't do it. But eh, I thought you would. I thought you'd get aggressive. You want another. Ah, damn it. You're not, you are going to half me to death. That sucks. Uh, AJ Green catches
4: in yards against uh, Jacksonville. I'll start out with four catches for 45 yards.
3: I'll go four for 60.
4: I'll go five catches for 60 yards. Five for
3: 65. Five for 67. (laughs) You can have that one. Oh, man. (laughs) You said he was your lowest guy this week.
4: Well, I'd say a bust for A.J. Green. Doesn't mean he's my lowest guy. You feel good about that one?
3: Good about yourself now? Not really.
4: Okay. So, but I mean, that's also, like I said, for Will Fuller, that could be one big catch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. I, I mean, here's the thing he's going to have four catches for 110 yards. So, meaning he won't get that fifth catch and I'll still lose. be
3: great. That'd be great. Des Bryant is going up against Marcus Peters and the Chiefs. They're going to throw the ball. No Ezekiel Elliott. Des Bryant, fantasy points. I will open up at eight, 10, 12, 13 14 14 and a half 16 all damn it we <laughs> we just had a thing going I thought you go I thought you'd get aggressive you're the reason why we're getting three right a week
4: uh. I just want to <laughs> let you know <laughs>
3: You're the reason. Alright, we can't even do Terrell
4: Pryor anymore because it's too pathetic. No, we can do How Terrell about- Pryor.
3: He, no, uh, Jamison Crowder did not even suit up on Thursday for practice, and Terrell Pryor said then? he's ready to play.
4: Why don't we do this then? We'll combine them. Amari Cooper and oh, no. Terrell Pryor catches. Oh no. I'll open up the bidding at four.
3: Five. Seven. You can have it.
4: Oh, my God,
0: <laughs>
4: uh, We need a big day, Amari. <laughs>
3: Suck it. <laughs> we All
4: need right. a big
3: day. Let's go with the tight ends. We're going to go with the Tampa Bay tight ends. OJ Howard, Cameron Brait catches combined, and I will open up at five. Six. Seven. You can have Ah, it. Really? Really? <laughs> Oh, man, you're going to be leading after this week. This is brutal.
4: <laughs> All right, uh, last one, longest field goal. I'll open it up at 55. 56. uh, 57. You, you, you sold. sold. <laughs> I'm going to buy it every week, even though I lost you last week. It. I'm All just
3: right. going to buy it every week. You're going to be like 64. I'll be 68. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Prater, he'll do it. All right, there you go. Uh, That is the chicken. Play at home. Score yourselves a point for winning, or the other person a half a point if the person is incorrect. And you can play all season long with the chicken. And that's the episode. Chicken. We got a uh, live reaction podcast as we always do on Sunday night. Might be out a little bit earlier because there's no Steelers this week, and the Sunday night game is atrocious. So maybe yeah, Boggs we and I still
4: have to record basketball. So it probably won't be out any earlier. Eh, don't don't make point. promises. No,
3: well, maybe we'll get it recorded or maybe we'll get it all recorded earlier. And yeah, it'll be out a little maybe. bit earlier. Maybe, maybe it's maybe. for us. Maybe it's a thing for us. Don't count it. Okay. Don't count on, yeah, don't so. count on anything in life. Just that's a, that's a just, thing just I'm going to uh, leave you with. You know. <laughs> Just expect the show. Don't
4: expect it any earlier.
3: Expect the worst. Expect nothing to work out for you. Everything to go wrong. So when things go right, you're not utterly uh, sitting in all of that disappointment. You just know when things go wrong. You're like, yep, that's how it should go. Same with the episodes, right? Yep, exactly. Okay. Good. No disappointment It's a better way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll yep. have the live reaction podcast. we got the radio show, which we had a good time. If you missed it, you can go listen to it on demand. Search In This League. It will, will pop up everything on iTunes. The Be Welsh
4: has the worst take he's ever had in his life on the, the last radio
2: show.
3: Oh, we had a poll. Should we should we could look at the poll by the way. I I didn't ever look and see what the poll results were. We didn't even come back to it cuz our radio show was so crazy. Should we talk should we mention it one second here? I, I mean, we, we can. Yeah. Okay. On the radio show, if you now if you want to hear the takes and the conversation, go and listen to it because Bogman Bogman tried, he kind of he owns me on some stuff, but I get some backing here. We asked what is the best Reese's product. And there's a whole background story of why, because there was a whole thing that was done on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The options were peanut butter cups and Reese's pieces. That that was the results. As we're recording this... Dumbest question we've ever asked. But it's gotten tons of votes. We said, because I said Reese's pieces are better than peanut butter cups. That's at the top of my list. I think think it's better. I think they're easier to eat. And if more than two peanut butter cups, I'm out. I'm out.
4: Why? I'm
3: out. What? It's just too much.
4: What is wrong with you? I look, it's not like, you know, you're in uh, and look, I say this as a fat guy. I completely sympathize. It's not like you're into portion control. So what the f-
3: are you talking about no, a taste about? thing? I don't I just it's too okay. much. The chocolate peanut butter, it's too much. The Reese's too pieces rich, though. Okay. It's too rich. The Reese's pieces though, you can just rock those suckers. There's a million of them. I mean, that's also how you, you die and get diabetes because you're like, oh, I'm gonna eat four hundred of these. So I said Frankly, if it comes down to it, I'd rather have Reese's Pieces. Twenty-four percent agreed with me, Bogman. That's a win. that's a win. That's, that's a, win. a win for Reese's Pieces. Twenty-four percent. We said anything over twenty was a win, and the poll is at twenty-four percent. Seventy-six percent go peanut butter cups because you know that's that. But if you also because want to, it's the
4: best. But go listen.
3: Know. Go it's listen because you'll get the whole conversation, and will you'll actually hear the candy that Bogman and I say is the true number one, the king of the north and you can hear that on there. So search In This League. You'll find the radio show on iTunes. You can listen to it on demand there, or you can go to fantasysportsnetwork.com slash radio. You'll find us. You'll find the subscribe button, and you can get locked in there. Do it here. Rate and review. All of that stuff, we'd appreciate it. And as the season you know, is getting to the second half, maybe you haven't done it yet, consider coming and uh, joining the party over at the ITL Army. You can get in the group me rooms. You can get access to the secret comedy shows we do. And you're just, you know, you're supporting us. Christmas can be a weird time of year where some people will kind of drop off because it's holidays. So even more reason if you guys are out there and uh, you want to support ITL, it's bigger than ever. All right, my friends, that is the episode. Loved having you. Love talking about Josh Gordon. It makes me all warm and cuddly inside. And we will talk to you for the live week nine reaction pod. Bye-bye.
1: See ya.